Hello, ADHD fam! So, welcome to another episode of my ADHD, may ADHD ka ba podcast? Oh my gosh, it's been, lagi ko na lang intro yun, no? Na it's been two months, it's been one month. Pero that's the reality of having an ADHD is that sometimes you procrastinate the things that you need to do. But, yes, better, better late than never, again. <laughs> Pero at least, di ba, at least consistent, kahit na medyo matagal, at least consistent tayo dyan sa part na yan. But actually, this this episode is going to be a little bit deeper than my previous episodes because I would like to touch on about how we communicate at work. I believe it's a big, big, big deal for for a person who have ADHD or you know for a person who have autism on why they cannot communicate well in work so instead of um proposing a solution how we can you know how we can rectify the situation i'd rather talk first about the struggles that we encounter at work Whenever we feel that we are not communicating what we need to, to communicate. And let's deep in diver on why we do those things, you know. And, you know, sa ang outcome ko sana dito sa episode na to is you'll be able to feel not alone. Because sometimes depression is like a thief in the night. When you feel that you're so overwhelmed with life. You, we need to be reminded that we are not alone in our struggle. We are not alone in our problems. And that's the outcome that I want for this episode. So, stay tuned. Ito lang ang gusto kong sabihin sa'yo, no? Hindi ka nag-iisa. Marami sa atin na merong ADHD, lalo na para dun sa mga diagnosed. We have a poor sense of you know, the, the mechanism of communication. And sometimes, when we have needs at work, it's hard for us to really communicate it effectively because we always think na if you communicate what you need in work, parang ang dating selfish, you know? Pero I think, I think naman sa karamihan naman ng tao, this is a struggle, pero... Let's recognize the fact that for people who were diagnosed with adult ADHD, this is harder than it should be. And because of that, I have actually gathered like a mini survey or like a mini feedback from the people in our adulting with ADHD support group in Facebook. Na yung stories nila on, you know, how... How they face the difficulty of communication at work. And actually, also for me, it's not, it's not easy, really, uh, for me to learn how to communicate myself better, how to say no, how to put up boundaries in work, and ano lang ba dapat yung kailangan kong ikwento sa hindi ko dapat ikwento. Uh, hindi naman siya yung overnight na natutunan ko lang eh. But I can say that these are the things that we can learn earlier. However, though, because of our condition, you know, mas mahirap para sa atin matutunan. 
but I don't think that it's re- it's it's impossible. It's close to impossible. <laughs> Na joke lang. Ayoko mang discourage no. Pero yeah, let's let's just list the reasons on why it's hard for us to communicate at work. So let's start now and I'm gonna say this again. Please stay tuned in. You know, kung medyo lumilipad yung utak mo ngayon, medyo hulihin mo muna na konti for this episode. Okay? Being behind in terms of social skills, there are some things we might say that seem okay to us but are not okay to others. It leads to strained work relationships that might even threaten job security. This is a feedback from Steph. So that's the reason number one is we talk too much. Masyado tayong madaldal for our own sake. Sometimes, kasi parang alam mo yun, when we're overjoyed, when we're too excited about something, like for example, you've done a good job or a very good job at work, you were praised by your boss or your colleagues is, you know, amazed by your talent. Sometimes, we don't consider how much we are talking. Like the amount of words that we are saying every day. And sometimes to the point na marami tayong nasasabi na hindi naman talaga dapat nating sabihin. About our personal life, about your family, about our goals, about our aspirations, about our future plans in life. Like, for example... You were so overjoyed by the fact that you have learned a new skill at work. And then, you know, you have these plans of, let's say, migrating to another country. And then you share that with your boss. And then, syempre, diba, pag sa work, it's all about keeping your employees happy and productive. So, syempre, you know, it will hurt them if you want to let, you if you decided to go, even if it's not in the near future. So, that's, you know, because of that, because andaldal mo masyado, masyado ka nang, masyado na naging bias sa'yo yung boss mo. So, it's either the your boss will support you or either they will show you a negative reaction about what you said about your future plans. And then, it, it actually happened to me, you know. Masyado kong na-share yung mga plans ko sa buhay, maram, masyado kong na-share yung mga plano ko in the foreseeable future that I did not really counted the fact that I am talking to my immediate supervisor. You know, because masyado na kaming naging comfortable sa isa't isa na masyado na akong naging comfortable sa kanya. So, masyado na rin ako naging comfortable sa pagkukwento-kwento ko tungkol sa buhay ko na at the end of the day, wala naman siya pakialam doon. So, Dahil sa pagiging madaldal ko, na, na-share ko dun sa client ko na I have a business on the side, I have another client on the side, while I am, you know, freelancing my talents and skills to them. So, parang naging bias naman siya ngayon sa work output ko. And then to the point na parang yung mga mali na nakikita sa work ko is not really my mistake at all, but it's now a big deal, big deal to them. Because of what I have shared, uh, they have known na, you know, meron akong business on the side and I have another client. 
because let's be honest, hindi naman ganun kalakihan yung nakukuha ko from them and I need to, you know, I need to provide. So, I need to find another ways on how I can raise my income. Pero, nag, at the end of the day, it's not, it were it was not beneficial for the both of us. And now, looking back, sana, hindi na lang ako nagkwento na nagkwento, ang daldal ko masyado, di ba? Pero, you know, before, hindi ko naman alam naghahantong sa ganun. And I think, the experience, your experience is your best teacher. So, I have learned from that experience na, hindi ko dapat kinukwento sa ibang tao yung plans and aspirations ko in life. Because, hindi naman sila yung makakasama ko when I go to that place or when I when I when I'll be able to reach that point in my life. You know, iyon mga bagay na yon. It should only be shared to my husband, to my daughter, and to the people who are accountable in our lives. But because we're Christians, you know, yung yung church family namin is an accountable group of people for our lives, and then meron kaming Ay, yung lead pastor namin is accountable to us. So, you know, that's when we can only share our plans in our lives. Hindi sa immediate supervisor ko. But, since nga may ADHD tayo, ang hirap, mak- ang hirap makita yung boundaries, di ba? Ang hirap, ang hirap masabi mo sa sarili, ang hirap sabihin sa sarili mo na, huwag kang masyadong madaldal. Dito ka lang dapat. Pero, since nga, at the height of the moment, yung emotional yung emotional dysregulation natin comes into play when we're happy we're too happy we forget to remind ourselves na dapat when it comes to communication hanggang dito lang yung pwede mong ikwento diba so ayun medyo talaga madaldal talaga tayo to our expense and sabi nga ni Steph diba it might threaten our job security and that's what also happened to me it threatened my job security kasi ang daldal ko kasi Pwede namang hindi sa kanya ikwento eh. Pero, it is what it is. It already happened. But, I, it's, it is a lesson learned from for me. And I think also for everyone else who have ADHD and suffer from poor communication skills. So, let's go on to reason number two. It's either oversharing or not sharing at all. No in-between. That sometimes it hinders work because di ka makashare ng struggles mo because you cannot articulate it well or you overshare it that you miss the fine line between what's to disclose at work and what you shouldn't. This is also feedback from Candy. And that's our topic number two, poor sense of boundaries. I don't know what's in it with us that we have like a very poor sense of boundary like i only learned about having boundaries let's say last year and before last year so you know during my early days teenage years and early 20s 20s i don't know about boundaries i don't know how it works and i didn't know that it existed pala na dapat for a certain group of people, it indeed mo dapat ikwento lahat unless they're really concerned about you or they're your husband, your wife, or your boyfriend and your girlfriend or your best friend. Na pagdating sa work, dapat ang topic nyo lang is work. 
And, you know, kapag sa ibang tao naman, like yung mga kapamilya mo or yung family members mo na hindi mo naman talaga masyadong close, dapat, ang pinag-uusapan nyo lang is yung superficial things about life. Like, you know, the latest movie, saan magandang kumain, ano yung pinakamasarap na resto, ano yung new recommendation nila for, let's say, new some new restaurant or whatever. Thinking that you don't need to disclose everything to them. And then, you know, when you have that clear sense of boundary, masasabi mo na lang na ito lang dapat yung ikukwento ko sa kanila. Like actually ako, very good example, since hindi nga siya automatic for a person who have ADHD to have like a quick sense of boundary, what I do is when I meet with a person or when I go to a meeting or when I start my workday, sometimes I remind myself that you don't need to share everything about yourself you need to focus on what's only needed to be talked about in meetings. If there's like a good morning and hi, you know, how are you? It should only be limited to that. And if you want to bond with your workmates, it's on, it's only should only be about superficial things about life. Like what's a good haircut or um, what what is it like in the country they're living in? You know those those little things like you're teaching each other new slang words about you know slang words in English or in you know in Filipino or something like that. It should only be limited to that. You don't need to share your problems or why you're having problems with your focus today. You don't need to share your problems with your coworker because most probably when when you're laid off laid off or when you resign from work, they're actually just that workmates. They don't go deeper in your life or they don't, you know, they're not really your friends. So why do you have to share everything about you to them? It can also be used against you. So Siguro, for me nga, dahil nga ako din, hirap din ako dyan. Sometimes, I orient myself on what's only needed to be discussed. Because most of the time, I've, I've encountered so many people who, you know, di ko alam yung na pala sila about what I'm talking about, you know. Because sometimes, you just you just want to share everything about you. And you just, you know, when they when they do the same, you're just happy for them. But it's already crossing out your crossing your boundary, and you weren't even aware of what they're feeling because you know, if people with ADHD have a social poor social cues, or you know, we're kind of socially impaired. We cannot read the room. Hindi natin gets yung mga social cues for some reason. So that's why we have a poor sense of boundaries. If only we can live in a world of people freely sharing everything about their life without, you know, without greed, it will be wonderful. We don't have to think about boundaries anymore because people are kind, people are very respectful and very considerate. Pero we don't live in a world like that. That's why we have to practice boundaries. I'd like to think about that in, a, in, in the light of reality. 
because we f- we believe in a fallen world people are jealous people are greedy people are naturally inconsiderate so you need to establish your own boundaries or else it will be taken anything you say will be taken against against you so Miranda writes 101, it's not only applicable when you're getting arrested, but it's also applicable in your daily living. So when you like, you know, meet a stranger or let's say you want to create a good first impression to your boss, I guess you should stick to what's only demanded from you or stick only to your skills or about work, about topic, about work. Don't don't even try to share your life with them because they're not the right people for that but yeah for sense of boundaries masyado na tayo napapahamak doon because we don't know we don't instinctively know what's to share and what's not to share but yeah that's one of the side effects of having ADHD and let's proceed to reason number three I'm not sure if this is counted but Setting boundaries. I've experienced being stalked in a Marites rampage with my boss because she won't stop talking to me. She was venting and talking about tough things at work and it hinders me from completing my tasks. And unfortunately, I can say no or stop to her or, you know, I can say no to her at the time by Angelique. So that's the reason number three. We cannot organize our thoughts. Siguro, let's view it as when you're in the moment, you cannot stop and just be present and just be aware of your emotions at the time. Like, because so many things are happening around you, you it results to you, it results to having poor boundaries and you cannot decide what to share, what not to share. Should I say no? Should I tell her stop because I'm not, I shouldn't be involved in your personal life. Stop talking to me about everything. <laughs> you know, if you encounter a person who also has poor boundaries like you, and you're aware, you're pretty aware that you don't like what you're hearing. And you cannot say no because that's your boss or that's your manager. And you just think about this after the fact. You are not able to organize your thoughts while it's happening. Because it's happening all at the same time. Like how you can how you can be present with your own thoughts. You know, pag pinagsama mo kasi yung you need to organize your thoughts. Plus, you need to organize your emotions or you need to be aware of your emotions. That will result to emotional dysregulation like big time emotional dysregulation that's why in the moment you cannot organize your thoughts you just you know internally you're like panicking internally you're you're in chaos like how how should i how should i tell my boss that i don't like her stories and it's bothering me and i'm I'm, I keep on thinking about it. I keep on ruminating about a story that's not even about me. How can I say no? You know? All of us, I believe, are like that. Especially with me. When sometimes, you know, our arguments between me and my husband are in, 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 not, not inevitable. Sometimes when I'm in the moment, it's like 
I cannot organize what I would like to say. Because the emotions are too high, I cannot start to organize what I need to say at the moment. And I believe all of us are suffering from that, you know. Because we're not too used to being present in with our emotions. Sometimes the emotion comes rolling in or like you will recognize after the fact that you're lonely after being, you know, after being down for after three days, let's say. Because I'm not sure about other people, but for me, emotions comes in late for me. Like, for example, if I'm sad, I will be able to say that I'm sad probably after three days. Or, like, when I'm excited about something, I will be able to say that I'm excited after after it's done. <laughs> That's how slow I am. And even with, you know, when a person tells me or tells something bad, tells me, you know, tells me something bad about myself, and I should feel offended. Sometimes I talk to my husband and I ask, is that offensive? Should it be offensive? Um, because, you know, I, I also am poor with organizing my thoughts at the exact moment as they happen. And I need to decide pa how to label my emotions. Because... I don't want them to take as it is. I want I don't want them to take I don't want to take my emotion at their face value. I need to process them. I need to label them or else they will be lost elsewhere. That's how my ADHD works. And when a certain person tells about tells me about something offensive, I will get offended after 3 days or 2 days, I don't know. Because I cannot organize my thoughts at the time that it's happening. And that's a real struggle for me because sometimes sometimes it's either I'm afraid that I will wreck I will see my emotion as it is and I need a few days for it to die down or I cannot just organize my thoughts at all. Like because my, my mind works like a computer or or it, it works like a, a calculator <laughs> because what I do or what how I organize these thoughts is okay according to historical data when did I experience this or where where how how can I how can I connect this connect this with the past experience and I think you know on a on a subconscious level that's how our minds works but I need to pull up pull that up from from the present or I need to be present with that thought pattern in order for me to learn how it goes so i think that's the reason why we cannot organize our thoughts heat up no <laughs> yeah but i don't really believe that it's impossible it's like it's almost impossible but not impossible and we can work with almost impossible because sometimes things become impossible because we say they're impossible you get me so that's it for reason, reason number three and we head on to reason number four. This is in my pog. I don't know for the others. Either I gain friends but fake or I gain friends but not truly close. 
So I end up having nothing at all. I tried my best masking myself from neurotypicals, but sometimes my divergence leaks. So either I come off as a childish or boastful bossy. I try to get along, but I can't really connect. Some of their advices are helpful, only if you're neurotypical. Also, my worthiness becomes a hindrance to progress. I'm a CSR, so usually it is required to have less talk, but still needed an efficient delivery. It's hard to tell that to my manager because they don't understand that or they don't really care. By Anissa. This is the reason number four. We overshare and we say too much about ourselves. So it's, it's something that you really cannot prevent if you have ADHD. When you're overjoyed or when you're too sad, sometimes you want to tell the world why you're happy or why you're sad. And that is also the reason why I have this podcast because there are days that I just really want to talk and talk and talk and talk. And instead of ripping other people's other people's ears off, I'd rather record what I want to say and, you know, have other people listen to it if they wanted to. But in the workplace, sometimes we, fre- we tend to forget or most of the time we tend to per- forget that when we are in the workplace, it's not about us. It's not about our lives. It's not about your hobbies. It's not about you making new friends. It's about that the work that you are being paid to do. It might come off as harsh reality, but it is reality. So why we fail to communicate at work, one of the reasons is we share everything about our lives. Like, come on. For people who have ADHD, yung hirap din pigilan nun, lalo na pagtuwang-tuwa ka sa tao, you know? Pagtuwang-tuwa ka sa ka-workmate mo, pagtuwang-tuwa ka dun sa manager mo, or tuwang-tuwa ka dun sa team leader mo, you see that team leader as your life coach or whatever, and then you want to share something about yourself in the hopes of them sharing about themselves too. And we fail to understand that in workplace, ang tapat pag-usapan lang is work. If you feel lonely or sad at a given day, you need to shake them off when you enter your work mode. Leave the problems at your home or in your home. And when you enter the office or when you start your work, if you're work from home, you need to be careful and you need to remind yourself na it this is this is work. This is not about me. And people who have ADHD, we don't we are not rationalized enough. We're not yeah, we're not rational enough when the emotion comes into play. And that's the sad part of emotional dysregulation. It's not entirely your fault that you cannot prevent yourselves from talking and talking and talking, especially sharing something about yourself. Sometimes the intentions are pure, you know. You just want to make friends. You just want to connect. However, in the workplace, yeah, you might gain some friends 
I have seen people who have gained lifelong friends from work. However, work is not about your life. The tendencies are, one, mapagchismis ang kanang ka-workmate mo at maglakbay yung chismis sa kabilang department. And people know stories about you and the worst part is those people, you, you don't know those people. So, ayun. I think it's one of the one of the main proponent of why people who have ADHD fails to communicate because we need to remember that communication, the elements of communication is there's a sender, there's a medium, and there's a receiver. So, if you are the sender, you tell stories about yourself through talking and that's the medium. And the people you are sharing the story with is this receiver. In order for communication to happen, there should be an inflow or an exchange or a cycle of information being exchanged and being delivered. And that's communication. So when you tell people about yourselves, uh, about ourselves, and then some more most of the time the people on the receiving end doesn't know how to respond to it even especially if they don't know you personally or really well and that's the sad part of it you know in in my personal experience in in work i i, I tend to overshare a lot though good thing good thing my previous coworkers were really respectful of me and they don't, you know, they don't make chismis about me in the workplace. Hindi naman nila ako pinagchismisan or ano. Kasi parang they also viewed me as a friend, thank God. However, though, in other people's experience, I always see na it doesn't end well with them. Uh, because yung chismis nga naglalakbay. And... Nalalaman ko yung mga bagay-bagay tungkol sa buhay nila nang hindi nila alam and I really feel sad about that. Or sometimes I'm being I'm being told of secrets of other people that you know. I'm being like I don't know, I don't know what's in me but <laughs> people love to share secrets with me and since Thank God I have ADHD. Sometimes I forget about them and focus on other things instead. But you get the point. Don't overshare secrets about yourselves to the people who doesn't care about you or will not fight tooth and nail for you, you know? Who are not willing to initiate a relationship with you who are not willing to respond or um, send back the, the, the initiative to have a friendship with you. And let's, ano lang, let's just gently remind ourselves na not everything is about me, siguro. Siguro yun na parang, para hindi tayo mapahamak, hindi tayo kung saan saan na lang mapunta yung storya ng buhay natin to the point na alam na ng ibang tao na hindi naman tayo kilala. So, that's it for reason number four. We head now to reason number five. Yung ano, 
parang neurotypical people can sniff out that I am different. Na-outcast ako sa work. I eat lunch, lunch alone every day. My bosses shouts at me for being slow or not getting to the point. I was also bullied at work mentally, verbally, and physically. At work cause my mouth is amazing, unable to filter. I need, in need of verbal and visual instructions. Di pwedeng verbal lang kasi nalilimutan ko and that is taken against me pang may namimiss akong detail. Sasabihin ni boss, stop writing so you can hear me fully. Do not multitask. So, hindi ako mag-write pero wala din akong naaalala so ang hirap. Parang sa school lang din na pag sinasabi ni teacher, look at me and listen, do not write. Minsan, di ba, lalo sa work, ang hirap mag-demand ng accommodations kasi iisipin ang arte mo o mapili ka. Pero I need that type of accommodations so I can be as competitive as the neurotypical people at work. Yung mga ganyan, paano ba ipapaunawa sa work na iba ang needs mo to be able to deliver better? By Donna. That's the reason number five. Our ADHD minds always wonder. So, sa experience ni Donna, that's a very classic example of ADHD. I have met a lot of people. No, they're not a lot. There are only two people in my life who, when they try to listen to me, they write down what I say because the tendency is they will not be able to remember our conversation together. And why is that? Is it because medyo bingi tayo ng konti? Or is it because... We don't understand the language. I don't think that's the reason. The reason why we tend to forget and the reason why we need to write things is because our thoughts are jumping from one cloud to another cloud. It's jumping from one thought to another thought and it can be as quick as 15, 15 seconds. I have experienced that when I am highly stressed. And when I'm too burnt out, the mind or my mind always wonder like, I cannot sit still in a meeting without me feeling na parang lalagnatin ako. I came to that point. And whenever I try my very best to listen, it's just ke parang kailangan kong parang lamok na pumapasok sa bahay mo na kailangan mo yaw-yawin ng yaw-yawin every single time. Ganon yung feeling kapag yung thoughts mo are very, very disruptive and your thoughts are very malikot, sobrang likot, sobrang dami na sobrang likot, parang lamok. Ganon yung thoughts ng tao may ADHD. Or if you have seen a meme in, in Facebook wherein you, the ADHD mind is like Google Chrome with 60 tabs open, all happening at the same time, and Sometimes there's a tab na merong magpi-play ng music and you don't know where that music is coming from. That's actually how the ADHD mind works. So if you're unmedicated or if you're not yet aware that you have ADHD and there's no intervention yet, that's what happens. So the thoughts is just jumping from one thing to another thing. And ang hirap. Personally, talaga ang hirap talaga. Lalo na kun- kunyari kapag Sunday and you're going to the to, to, to mass or you're going to church on a Sunday and you sit there and then you're because I, I take I take a holiday pill so I don't take my medication on Saturday and Sunday and then when you're there 
during Sundays, unmedicated, your thoughts are like, okay, you're there in the church, anong kakainin nyo mamaya, paano mo prepare paano mo lulutuin yung gusto mong lutuin, anong gagawin mo bukas, paano, uh, pa, kailang, anong oras ka magsistart bukas, uy, di mo pa napaplano yung budget ninyo for the week, kailangan mo na planuhin yon Tapos, yung anak mo nasa, nasa Bible school or nasa Sunday, Bible, nasa Sunday Kids Church, tapos iniisip mo rin yung anak mo, di ba? Parang, ang hirap, ang hirap ng nakaupo, you're trying to listen, you're trying to capture your mind in the moment to be present, and yet your mind just don't want to be present. That's how hard it is. Now in work, no, like you experience si Donna, na neurotypical people doesn't understand that we need to write it in order for us to listen. A lot of people who have ADHD tends to be that way. For me, sometimes I can listen without writing and sometimes I need to write. Like, whenever the, sa meeting, lagi na lang may nakabukas sa sticky notes sa desktop and then whenever there's something that I need to remember, I type it there. May mga days naman na I'm so hyper, I can listen to other people's instructions and I can, you know, I can recall it in my mind. Sometimes my my my, my mind works like that. I don't know why. But for people who have an inattentive ADHD, I think Donna is like that. Um kailangan nilang isulat yung naririnig nila in order for them to process what they have just heard. And we need to make accommodations for people who are like that. You know? And that's a sad reality in the workplace right now kasi magaling naman sana yung tao. They can perform, but hindi natin sila pwedeng ilagay or isakto doon sa peg na mga neurotypicals in order for them to function. I believe people who have ADHD has so many talents and we just and you know that the workplace needs to be needs to create accommodations for them in order for them to perform and i and i you know i'm really really discouraged when i hear stories like that a workplace and that's why we fail to communicate at work yung utak natin lumulundag and then when we need to hear or we need to listen to our manager in a four-hour meeting, good luck with that. In my experience way back when I was in corporate still, there were meetings that last for four hours long, and I am not even kidding about it. When, when you're in a marketing department and you're discussing budgets, yearly budgets, the interrogation is like, it feels like you're in a thesis presentation, you know? It lasts for four hours. And then, ang hirap umupo doon, take it all in, and then you're not allowed to speak. Ang feeling ko lagi noon after noon, pagod na pagod ako, even though I'm just sitting in there, sitting there, and then, even if I'm just taking notes, ang hirap. Kasi kailangan kong magsalita, kasi yung energy ko punong-puno. And then, ang tendency, since hyper na yung katawan ko, hyper na rin yung mind ko, and then, what happens is, sometimes I don't hear what they're saying, and that's the reason why people who have ADHD fails, most often than not, fails to communicate at work, and that's a very sad thing. 
that's a very sad thing. However, though, if you are listening to this and you are experiencing that symptom, I just want to let you know that you are not alone in this battle. There's so many of us. And if you want to seek support or if you want to feel comforted and if you want to find a support group, please join the Adults with ADHD Philippines Facebook support group. <laughs> I will I will um link that Facebook group in the description in the Spotify episode and if you want to join please do join and that's it for reason number 5 and we now head on to the last reason reason number 6 Siguro yung pagiging straight to the point and sharing your views and improvements since mas madami ka napapansin with an ADHD brain. Ang kinakalabasan, sinasabi nila bossy ka daw. And aggressive lalo pag nasa Pinoy company ka. This is an experience of Mark Anthony. So this is the harsh reality of people who have ADHD. We're too straightforward for our own benefit. I have experienced a lot of times in my life wherein... Friends doesn't confide in me because I am too harsh. Masyado na matalas mag, ako magsalita. And in my mind, it's my way of caring. However, in the other end of, or in the other receiving end of the communication channel, they don't see it as beneficial. They see it as arrogant. They see it as bossy. And they see it as boastful. Before I just thought that it's my it's my personality type but I figured out that it's, it is one of the symptoms of people who have ADHD and it's also a hallmark of people who have autism they, that they cannot place themselves in other people's shoes For example you have a very good friend na iba naman talaga ang amoy iba naman talaga yung putok Pero, you know, you love that person. There's like a hundred million ways for you to say without being arrogant na, hey, mag-deodorant ka naman, or medyo maligo ka na, may maligo ka na two times a day. Pero sa ating may mga ADHD, the way, ha- the way we will tell that person is like, Uy, ang baho mo today, mag-deodorant ka ba? Okay. So, in a neurotypical mind, kapag narinig nila yon, di ba, ang offensive. Offensive naman naman talaga. Pero, sa mga mind ng mga tao may ADHD, since I have ADHD, I know that person is just caring. Okay? And we don't know how to say it. We don't know how to filter it down or to water it down. Because, we just say what is a fact. However, though, we, we forget to think that if in order for us to be efficient in communication, we need to think about the outcome. So, the outcome is we want that person to smell nice. So, we can tell that person that, hey, I'm just caring about you. Please don't take it personally, yada, yada, yada. But let's face reality, that's not how we roll. So, in the workplace... Because of masyado kang prangka, you lose relationships. You People perceive you as offensive. And because of that, you cannot do your job efficiently because they see you as an, an arrogant, boastful, 
and taklesang tao. And we fail at relationship because of that. We fail to communicate at work because of that. So, I just want to tell you that you're not alone if you're listening. Again, if you're listening to this and you have ADHD or if you suspect you have ADHD, you're not alone in that. Most of the people who have ADHD are like that. And just let you know na sana meron ka taong meron, sa buhay mo na meron ding ADHD para kayo magkaintindihan. <laughs> Pero, yeah, I think that's the that's the last reason. And we are too straightforward for our own, for our own benefit. And there's actually a technical reason behind that. So, people who have ADHD and autism, these symptoms overlap with ADHD and autism is that we view things in a black and white passion. What do I mean by that? So, let's say, one person, okay, they have good traits and they have bad traits. For people who have ADHD and autism, there are days that that person is good because they're showing their good qualities on a certain days. However, no one's perfect. So, they will commit mistakes every now and then. So, what happens is, on some days, they are bad. On some days, they are moody and when they're moody or when they're bad, we view them as totally ba- bad, like 100% black. But if they're good, we, we view them as 100% good. There's no gray. There's always black and white. That's why when we talk, when we say or when we state a fact, we state it as a, either black or white. We don't see it as gray. That all of all people in this earth or on this earth are gray. Meaning, they are both combination of good and bad. But they are not 100% bad. But they are not 100% good. They are gray. And for us who have ADHD, we view everything as black and white. So like for example, if you are in a work that's really high stressful, you just see the stressful event. You just see the factor on why it's stressful, but you'd fail to see the other good aspects of it, like you're working from home, you're have your your income is good, the benefits are good, the workplace is good, the people are good. Okay? So we don't see everything as gray. That's why in our communication with other people it shows. So when we say something when we state a fact, it's either black or white. That's why we come off as boastful. That's why we come off as taklesa. We we come off as aggressive. But in fact, we just we are just stating a fact. Nothing more, nothing less. However, though, because hindi naman lahat ng workplace is very accommodating of our ADHD. Not all work is very accommodating of the things that we need to do in order for us to succeed. So, that's why we fail to communicate at work and that's why we fail to communicate our needs in work. So, that's the last reason that I have. And I am trying my best in this podcast episode not to share a tip on how we can overcome that because I I wanted to invite people and invite speakers and, you know, just interview people on how we can somehow manage this condition that we have so if we 
fail at communication, how can we improve our communication skills? You know, I'm a firm believer of change. The only permanent thing in this world is change. And yes, we have ADHD. We are not gaslighting ourselves here. We have it. However, we are not our condition. We are not our diagnosis. I believe in change. No matter how small it is, it's still a change. It's still a progress. Little by little, if we increase our self-awareness, we will be able to change as well for the good and for the better. Not for the worse and not for the bad. I have learned a lot of things about myself for this past two years that I have been diagnosed. Almost two years that I have been diagnosed. And I have been really, really patient with myself. And these things that I am sharing with you, I have also experienced this. Like, you know, napag-initan ako ng boss ko kasi masyado akong oversharer. Masyado siya nag... Dahil nga sa pagiging oversharer ko, masyado siya nag-mingle sa life ko na parang na-feel nila na meron silang say sa buhay ko, in which case, wala naman. Mga ganong after the fact na nakakalungkot, ba diba? Na parang, looking back, I'm telling my... Misan, naiisip ko, I'm telling myself na sana pala hindi ko nalang ginawa or hindi ko nalang sinabi. But, it's useless for me to 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 renuminate the past or think more about it without really thinking about how I can move forward from this, you know? So, I wanna end this episode with a message saying that you are not alone. All of the symptoms that I have shared in here, all of the stories that I have shared in this episode, I want you to feel that you are not alone. Okay? You are not. So, if you are experiencing these symptoms, please seek consultation. But if you cannot afford consultation, there are like um, cheaper options out there on how you can have your diagnosis. However, though, yon, the outcome of this episode is just, I just want you to feel that you are not alone. Y- marami tayo. Marami tayong ganito ang sinasapit natin or gantong nararanasan natin. And, if you want a support group, katulad nga na sinabi ko, I can link the Facebook group in the description of this podcast episode. So, be well, and I hope and wish you the best. I pray for your mental condition right now, or mental state right now. So, if you have any questions, you can post anything in this podcast episode. My TikTok channels are open. My Facebook profiles are open. And hoping makaroon din ako ng YouTube channel, but that's in the foreseeable future. Not now, but I be, I hope I can, you know, I can make it happen. So, ayun lang. My, my last, siguro, my last message for you will be, Kung kinaya ko, kakayanin mo rin. ADHD man na wala, pag kinaya ng iba, kakayanin mo rin. Okay? So, have a good day ahead and I wish you well. Yun lang.